What's up, guys? It is Esportsnatic here, back with yet another edition of Esportsnatic. And um, I just want to say happy Wednesday, first and foremost. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Hope you all are staying safe. Um, hope you all are inside, you know, with y'all with your loved ones. Um, um, you know, find ways to entertain yourselves, you know, throughout this rough past two weeks without sports. Um, hope you all are just staying safe and you know, hope you all are, you know, good and health happy and healthy um today uh this podcast is basically about um the winners and losers of the early free agency period now um this past this free agency period um has brought a lot of big moves a lot of big trades big signings and a lot of very bad trades and very bad signings i feel like um well more bad trades and signings i think um and uh, some eh moves, you know, probably mostly been some. There's probably been, there's definitely been more eh, you know, average moves than um, splashes or you know bad, um, bad moves. Um, so let's just hop dot. Let's just hop right into it. Um, I have three winners and three losers. I'm gonna be pairing them up: one winner, one loser. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty easy. My first big winner is um, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Obviously, as you have all heard, the Arizona Cardinals traded uh, for DeAndre Hopkins of the Houston Texans. They traded David Johnson, a second-round pick and fourth-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, the biggest WTF move of the free agency period so far, um, of free agency so far. Um, basically, the, what the Cardinals are getting with DeAndre Hopkins is a top three Arguably top one receiver. Um, it's that thing is between him, Julio Jones, and Michael Thomas for as for as the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, it's it's between those three guys. Um, um, but DeAndre Hopkins, you could definitely make a case for is the best. Um, and I think the one reason, the, obviously, obviously DeAndre is a is a highly talented, you know, great player. But I think. Well, from what I saw from Patrick Mahomes in his second year, um, I think Kyler Murray could possibly do the same thing. Um, I mean, because let me explain. Let me explain. Um, Kyler Murray's coming off a season where he won Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, um, where he, I think the Cardinals were 4 and 12 or 5 and 11, something like that, around that range. Um, but um, they were in a lot of close games this year. They were in a lot of close games. Um, and uh, games that Car- uh, Kyler kept them in, but they just weren't talented enough to win them. Um, I think with DeAndre Hopkins and where they are in the draft, how much flexibility they have in the draft, I feel like the Cardinals are definitely a, a very up-and-coming team, young and up-and-coming team, and I think Kyler, with how dynamic he is, uh, I feel like him and DeAndre, along with Christian Kirk and possibly a C.D. Lamb, um, along with Fitzgerald, uh, I, I know even though well past his prime, Larry Fitzgerald, yeah, still Larry, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, they could definitely make some noise in any NFC West, um, and you know, and definitely make 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 noise in the future. Um, uh, this this is just such a huge. I mean, for any for me, for, I mean, for any young quarterback, I mean, getting a DeAndre Hopkins type type of player. Is is great, but for a guy like Kyler Murray, with how dynamic he is, and the playmaker that he is, this is huge for them, huge. And and looking what they gave up, they only gave up they gave up a beat up David Johnson, 
uh, past his prime David Johnson already, and a second and a fourth round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. That's a steal. They stole DeAndre Hopkins from the from the Houston Texans. Um, and obviously, I mean, I think they are definitely one of the biggest winners, uh, specifically Kyler Murray. Um, most definitely. Um, yeah. So the, my my first winner is the Arizona Cardinals. Um, my and my first big loser is the Houston Texans. Um, what the heck? Like, just what? What was Bill O'Brien thinking when he traded DeAndre Hopkins for what he traded him for? Like, he traded him basically basically for a bag of peanuts. A bag of peanuts. And, well, yeah, a bag of peanuts and a a soft drink, you know. I like a a baseball game, you know. I mean, he he traded him for, for... I'm not gonna say nothing because David Johnson is. I think he still can be a decent running back, and a second and fourth round pick isn't bad. But and, and who knows what that could turn into? But uh, just no. I mean, just this just was this was not a good trade. He he basically traded away Deshaun Watson's one and only true, true, true reliable pass catching option. Um, I mean. Guys like Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, those 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 two guys, I mean, they're always hurt. Um and never I don't think either not in neither one is a real true, true number one receiver, in my opinion. Um I mean and and Deshaun and DeAndre had such a great connection. I mean I mean he he was the only guy that Deshaun could really, really go to and know that he was that he was going he was gonna be there. And it was all because Bill O'Brien didn't like DeAndre Hopkins having the mothers of his kids around the team or around whoever. Um, I think Bill O'Brien saw the connection between DeAndre and Deshaun and I guess didn't want Deshaun to turn into a DeAndre. You know, DeAndre isn't a bad guy or I don't know what it was, but basically, I mean, now you have no DeAndre Hopkins. You have a disgruntled. Ninety-nine percent likely disgruntled, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, and I mean, and, and what else? An inconsistent Fuller, Will Fuller, and Kenny Stills. Um, no offensive line, none. Um, I mean, you have. I mean, like it's it's just like like what do you have? I mean, like Houston's just kind of falling apart right now, and then you have, and in, in in on defense, on defense, on defense, you have no Clowney, which they got they traded away him him away last year, but no no Clowney, no um, uh, I mean you have an older JJ Watt. I mean, I mean you they still they they still have a decent defense, decent D line, but. I mean, Houston's offense right now is just, I mean, they were there and they replaced, they had the nerve to replace DeAndre Hopkins with Randall Cobb in free agency. I'm like, come on now. Like, like really, you really think that's going, that's like putting a Band-Aid on a torn Achilles. Or, 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 or like putting a Band-Aid on a, a giant gash on your rib. Or like 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 no bro like yeah no no that no that's literally like putting a band aid on a giant stab wound like no that's not you don't know 
That's terrible. I mean, Houston just I was just the arguably one of the worst trades I've seen in in some years. I mean, in definitely in 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 some time, in some time, that's been one of the worst trades. Uh, Houston, my first big loser of free agency. Um, my next big winner uh, is the Buffalo Bills of the AFC East. Now, um, they're big. I mean, they, they, they. I think well, obviously, they're well for two reasons. Two reasons. Two reasons. One is because uh, they signed. They got. They got um, uh, Josh Allen, a number one receiver, in um, Stephon Diggs, and you pair him with um, you pair him. Uh, I think they still have John Brown, um, Josh Allen, and the running back. Who is the running back? Oh. De- oh, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. They have a they have a decent they they have a decent looking um offense. And then their defense last year, obviously, with Edmonds and, you know, Hyde and um Poyer, them boys back there, um Jadavious White. I mean, they have a good defense, a good young defense. They, they, they are looking like the team to beat in the AFC East. obviously with Tom Brady gone. Um so um that's pretty, pretty quick. You know, my my, my second big winner. Uh, free agency was um the uh, Buffalo Bills. My next uh big loser for um for free agency is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, the Vikings lost a lot, and I mean a lot of key pieces on defense. I mean they lost. I mean on top of stuff on Diggs, they lost. Uh, Xavier Rhodes, J. Ron Curse, um, Everson Griffin, Linval Joseph. Uh, what was it? I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, I mean, oh, who else? There was a, definitely a couple more names on that list that uh, I um, can't remember right now. But they, I mean, the, the Vikings lost a lot of pieces of of pieces on um on defense and on offense going back to stuff on days now a lot of a lot of pressure um is on and they also lost Laquan Treadwell on offense um who signed with Atlanta um but they I mean now a lot of the pressure is going I mean it's going to be Adam Thielen and who else you know what I'm saying like I mean it, it was that one two punch was was Thielen and Diggs you know I mean I mean they were they're arguably one of the, the best duo in in the NFL um last year um and now, I mean, Thielen, I mean, it's really all, all on Thielen. I mean, I think Thielen's going to get a lot more attention now. More doubles and possible triple teams, you know. And then Kirk Cousins, I mean, we, I mean, we already saw the little disconnect, slight dis- disconnect last year between him and Kirk Cousins, the rift between them. So we're going to see how, how how that goes. Um, but, you know, the Vikings, they were a big loser. Um, lose, they lost a lot of pieces on on um, on defense and I I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, they're definitely still they they still have Devin Cook. They still have their 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 running backs, um, but I mean that defense just took a lot of big hits last um this pat in in this free agency a lot of big hits taken, um, so my the Minnesota Vikings are my second big loser, um, my third winner is. The Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins definitely were big winners in the free agency. 
adding the likes of um, Byron Jones, making him the highest paid corner. Um, one of the more underrated linebackers in the league, in my opinion, the Kyle Van Noy. Um, uh, Shaq Lawson from the Buffalo Bills. Um, Emmanuel Ogba from the, uh, I think, the Saints. Oh, wait, yeah, the Saints, I believe, um, he, he came from. Um, the, uh, the Dolphins definitely, definitely, oh, and Jordan Howard on offense, the running back from the Eagles, Jordan Howard. Um, the, the Dolphins definitely strengthened their team, bulked, bulked their uh, team up um, with those additions. And then I think where they are positioned in the draft, um, they're, I think they're, I think Tua, I think, I definitely think Tua is the pick for them at number five. Um, I think it's going to be, I mean, they're going to be, it's going to be him, Rosen, and Fitzpatrick, you know, competing for, um, for that starting spot. I think mainly, mainly him and Rosen. I mean, although Fitzpatrick did have a good year last year, um, it's going to be interesting to see the, you know, the, the Dolphins, you know, what they do this year. Especially, I mean, with the Patriots, with Tom Brady no longer being being in New England, I mean, obviously they still have Belichick and they still have that system. But with no Brady, it's going to be interesting to see who comes out of the AFC East. Uh, I think it's going to come down to either the Dolphins or the Bills. That's going to be a good two games. Dolphins and Bills going back and forth. Um, you know, it's, it's some good matchups there. You have obviously um, uh, Stephon Diggs versus Byron Jones. Um. You have, um, well, basically that. Um, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to see how that Miami defense, um, goes. How they match up with that, um, with that Bills offense. Uh, obviously, with the with the pieces that that they have, um, it's gonna be, that that's going to be a really good series between two young, uh, young and up and coming teams. Um, especially if 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 two is able to play. Um, which I think he might be able to. Um, it's just definitely going to be a good battle. I think for years to come, in that in that division. Um, so the Dolphins were a big winner for me um, in free agency. And my third big loser in free agency was the Los Angeles Rams. Now the Rams, oh man, they they, they lose on some players. You know, Todd Gurley, Dante Fowler, uh, Corey Littleton. Uh, Nicole Ruby Coleman, Eric Weddle, Clay Matthews, among others. I mean, they just took hit after hit after hit after hit. And, I mean, I think that offense was, I mean, it, it was centered around Todd Gurley. I think if, the, if Todd Gurley went, that offense went. And I think him being hurt in the Super Bowl, him, that injury he suffered against, well, basically, basically, that late season injury suffered last the year before this this year, so basically like two years ago, um, in in the playoffs against the uh, the Saints, and also against the Rams. I mean, in the I mean, also against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, I think I mean Todd Gurley hasn't been the same since he suffered that that um, painful knee injury um, a couple of years ago. Uh, he was I think offensive player of the year. Um, Back in twenty twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, one of those years. Um, I think he won Offensive Player of the Year, and I think he he, he led the league in rushing. I think one year as well, or was or was um like top three in the league, top five in the league in rushing. Um, basically, I mean, he, how how he went, that offense went, and I think and he was the the the, the spearhead of that offense. Now, I know, I think, um, uh. 
Uh, C.J. Anderson stepped up in his place and played well, but C.J. Anderson isn't isn't Todd, isn't Todd Gurley. I don't think he's there anymore, um, but he is not Todd Gurley. Um, uh, and on the defense, I mean, let's just look at the defense side of the ball. They lost Dante Fowler, arguably the best pass rusher. Corey Littleton, their best linebacker. They got Robbie Coleman, their, their, their slot um, corner. Clay Matthews, a, a, a veteran presence. Uh, Eric Weddle retired. I mean, they just took a lot of hits, and um, in in a division where the Cardinals definitely bulked up, and the Seahawks still have the likes of Russell Wilson, uh, you know, obviously D D K D K Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, um, and uh, their running backs getting healthy next year, um, uh, along with, you know, obviously how we're gonna see how how they draft and what they do it during the draft, but the Seahawks, you know, are, are always in always in play. Made the playoffs last year actually and won a game, uh, in Philly, um, beat Philly on, on the road. Um, ugh, the Rams want to watch they back. I mean, because I mean they they they're short. I mean, their short stint as NFC West, you know, you know champs and you know top dog in that division might come to an end with the card with the way they could the um the Cardinals and um the Seahawks are looking. Um so it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens in the NFC West and uh, with the Rams because they they did lose a lot of pieces uh on that defense and they lost their best offensive player as well. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the Rams bounce back and what they do. Um and yeah, those are my three big winners and three big losers in free agency. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Let me know who I missed. Um, if I got something wrong, correct me. You know, you, you know, I take criticism, constructive criticism. You know, if I missed something, if I if I you know misspoke, correct me. Um, but let me know what you guys think. And um, yeah, uh, that was my podcast for the day. The three big winners and three big losers. In a NFL free agency, uh, and yeah, um, it, this is Sports Santa here signing off. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all. Peace. I'm out.